President Biden turned 81 today, despite his campaign staff specifically advising him not to. That's right, President Biden today celebrated his 81st birthday, but not as much as Republicans did. Ah, uh, yes. Well, the pickings are slim when you're doing late-night TV. Comedy. Remember, remember comedy? I miss comedy. I wish comedy would make a comeback. But I guess we have Joe Biden. Kind of funny. Be a lot funnier if he just lived down the street and drove around in his golf cart all day. Sniffing children and grabbing women. You know, being Joe Biden. I don't think anybody would let him drive his Corvette. Not because of the classified documents. Just because you wouldn't let him drive a nice car like that might wreck it. Lunch bucket Joe Biden, 81. Did you see his cake on fire? That was frightening. It was, uh, we had a Mormon church about two blocks from the radio studio burn like nobody's business yesterday. Uh, at least a two-alarm fire fire departments responding from Maryland and D.C. and putting out the Mormon church. They won't say how it started yet, but we know that the left is uh, fond of burning churches and desecrating and vandalizing and and sacking churches. More than 300 Catholic churches they've attacked, the Democrats have, since the uh, since the since that abortion decision was leaked by a mystery, a mystery person at the Supreme Court. Can't find out who that is. You know, honestly, it's like, it's like uh, who shot John F. Kennedy? Can't figure that one out either. Uh, speaking of which, I want to get to RFK and and RFK Jr. demanding that the CIA release the uh, John F. Kennedy documents, the presidential assassination documents, which they haven't released, even though there was a law passed ordering them to release, but our crooked, filthy intelligence community continues to do corrupt things. But back to Joe Biden's cake, because Joe Biden's cake was like a church fire, wasn't it? Without the church, because, you know, he's a fake Catholic and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, his cake was on fire, and the and the... The photographer couldn't offset the light coming from the cake so that there was an even light across the room with Joe Biden there. And it looked like there was a big scary red light on him. It was like, remember, where was he in Philadelphia where they put that red light on him? It looked like he was giving the speech from hell. Remember that, Joe Biden? And it might have been, as a matter of fact, the speech from hell. But never mind that. Joe Biden's 81st birthday and at the White House yesterday, they had a coconut cake. It's coconut cake since he's he's a coconut. He, um, and uh, the cake was on fire like nobody's business, honestly. You don't see fires like that very often. Never seen one like that on a, on a birthday cake. Uh, the most advanced cameras could not offset the light coming from that, and it was kind of amazing. Now, there's one thing I want to remind people of because it seems that there, there are a lot of people that are still unaware of this. I don't know how anybody would be unaware of this at this point. Probably don't listen to this show if you're unaware of this, but Joe Biden... Joe Biden was born some time ago, wasn't he? He was born some time ago. And uh, the day that he was born, many, many years ago, he, um, he was, the date of his birth was closer in uh, November 20th, 1942. The date of his birth was closer to the second inauguration of Abraham Lincoln than it was to his own inauguration as president a couple of years ago. 
Just chew on that for a minute because that that's true. And I love the way people like to stipulate, well, it, it's, it's Lincoln's second inauguration, not his first inauguration. He's not that old. He's, he was just born closer to Abraham Lincoln's second inauguration. Uh, shortly thereafter, he was shot and murdered by a Democrat who was an actor. So many of them are, aren't they? Actors, that is, or murderers. Well, both, a little of both. Yeah, so November 20th, 1942, uh, that date... Closer to Abraham Lincoln's, got to stipulate, second inauguration than it was to Joe Biden's first inauguration. That's not something that's in the New York Times today or in the Washington Post. I don't know why. It's kind of amazing. But there was a lot of back and forth about this. And President Trump, because he's got a sense of humor, had his doctor release a uh, medical statement on uh, on President Trump's medical wellness yesterday just to... Uh, you know, poke Joe Biden in the chest with his fingertip just to go like this and uh, poke Joe Biden with his uh, fingertip. Pretty funny, pretty funny stuff, I got to say. So I'll get to that. I'll share President Trump's the statement from his doctor yesterday. And we've got some Joe Biden because he screwed up everything. Pretty much everything he said yesterday, he screwed up, right? I mean, he's talking about going to see the Britney Spears concert and he was trying to conjure up Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and he was having trouble doing that. And instead of uh, saying, he said uh, the Britney Spears, like you're looking from the Britney Spears concert, Joe Biden, pretty amazing stuff. And then he called, I think he called it the Renaissance Tour, which is actually the Beyonce Tour, right? So he's uh, talking about Taylor Swift at a concert in Rio de Janeiro, and he mistakenly said it was a Britney Spears concert. And then I believe he called it the Renaissance Tour, which is the Beyonce Tour. There you go. I hope he's nobody's agent because that was some pretty crazy stuff uh, from Joe Biden. Absolutely amazing. What a uh, what a guy. He's uh, he's our president. That's who he is. London Breed. London Breed is falling down. She's the mayor of San Francisco, where when the communists came, they cleared out all the homeless people and the junkies and the human feces and the people sleeping, sprawled out on the sidewalk, passed out and in uh, the doorways of businesses that are fleeing the city like it's on fire. And uh, London Breed was on the television. I think it was uh, ABC with Martha Raddatz on Sunday. Is that what it was, Michael? And and London Breed lied that, oh, no, crime, everything's really good in San Francisco. And, um, and I've got a business owner in San Francisco that I want to share with you as well who pointed out that London Breed is a lion Sacagawea. She's a lion, Sacagawea, in a huge way, a uh, big, big way. So I want to I want to share that with you as well because these people, can you say these people? They lie like nobody's business. You know what they lie like, Michael? They lie like the fentanyl addicts in the doorways of San Francisco businesses. That's how much they lie. They lie like uh, nobody's business. They, they're not telling untruths, the fentanyl addicts. They're just lying there like uh, dead people because they're so close to that. Pretty amazing stuff. And also we're being warned by the TSA and the news media, but what's the difference? You know, it's a merger of state and corporate power. That 30 million people, we're going to shatter the record for Thanksgiving travel with 30 million people who are going to fly for the Thanksgiving holiday inside the United States of America. And here's a crazy thing. 
Uh, if you have TSA pre, my best girl and I, we have TSA pre. A lot of people have TSA pre. Turns out 30 million people flying uh, for Thanksgiving this week and, uh, and into Sunday, which is technically next week. And 17 million Americans now have TSA pre. So, you, you know, it used to be the line for TSA pre was short, and then people showed up at the airport and they said, hey, I'm going to get TSA pre so I can get in that short line. And then 17 million people got TSA pre. Now the TSA pre line is sometimes longer than the non-TSA pre line at Reagan National Airport in Washington, D.C. Uh, however, you know, it does move faster for a variety of reasons. So it may be a break in, but that's crazy. And they say it's a record. We're going to have a record number of 30 million people flying between uh, November 11th and uh, November 28th this year, which is pretty big spread. Got to say, 30 million people. And I've got a story for you that you're not going to believe. A woman who represents the air marshals, um, is uh, she was on the television this morning and she revealed something that I couldn't believe. Michael's shaking his head. He couldn't believe it either. He's, and we haven't even talked about it. I sent him the thing. It's jaw-dropping. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's, uh, what are the air marshals doing with their resources? Looking for all the terrorists that are coming in across our border. Looking for radical Islamic jihadi terrorists while there's war in the Middle East and Hamas is on a terror and the Democrat Party has joined Hamas. Uh, what are they doing? No, no, you're not going to believe what they're doing, but it is purely political. I will, uh, I'll, I'll give you that much of a clue. Pretty amazing stuff. And it is, it is disturbing. Uh, Michael's nodding and shaking his head and his eyebrows are up again. And we haven't even talked about this. I sent him the thing. I'm like, Hey, this woman on television this morning, let's get this woman, Tony, Tony, uh, excuse me, Sonia Labosco. And, uh, wait till you hear what she said. It's going to make you go slack jaw as well. It's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. So Joe Biden. And Jason Meares, the the uh, attorney general of the Commonwealth of Virginia, he was on the he's he's taking action because of all the Jew hatred that the Democrats are spreading in the United States, uh, all the anti-Semitism, the genocidal anti-Semitism from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. That's the Democrat Party's chant. That's going to be part of their platform at next year's convention. They are Hamas. They've become Hamas, which is a jihad group. That is completely demented. In fact, Michael, there was a reporter on Fox News this morning, uh, Trey Yinkst, coming from from Israel, who uh, is talking about the difference. Uh, I, I might, may ask you to grab this, too. Talking about the difference between Hamas and the Israeli military, the IDF, and uh, the news media here and the Democrat Party, but I repeat myself, they have lost their minds and they have lost their way and they never had a moral compass, but if they did ever have a moral compass, they dropped it in the woods miles ago, and they can't find it. But uh, I, I've got, you know, in, in case you don't know the difference between a radical Islamic jihadi group and the Israel, Israel Defense Forces, I want to share some of that with you. Speaking of which, Bernie Sanders, a sellout to his people, the American people, the Jewish people, Western people, male people, he honeymooned in the Soviet Union. He's a commie. He's not on our side. He's Bernie the Bolshevik. Bernie Sanders is calling for conditions to be placed on U.S. aid to Israel. And the conditions are basically, you will give up to the jihad and do nothing to stop them as they murder and rape your people. 
That's Bernie Sanders' plan for Israel going forward. He's what we call a Democrat. He is, I, he's a member of the Democrat Socialists of America. Remember, the Democrat Socialists of America were leading the charge attacking the DNC headquarters last week, which for which they have a clean slate, by the way. All the Democrats attacking the DNC, and the news media didn't report it. The Washington Post didn't report it. I think CNN didn't report it, right? They, oh, oh, it was ABC, NBC, and CBS on their evening news broadcasts. Didn't mention it. And they just wipe it clean. It was January 6th. There was an insurrection. Except the, they didn't shoot Ashley Babbitt and kill her, but other than that. And uh, just amazing. That one got uh, the, the slate has been wiped clean already for the Democrats, Socialists of America, and the Democrats attacking the DNC headquarters. Uh, it's, uh, it's a mental breakdown, the entire Democrat Party is. So amazing stuff. Yeah, and as I mentioned, Jason Mieros calls for action against rising anti-Semitic protests on college campuses. They're protests. We call them protests. They're insurrections, and they're pro-terrorism. And they got those, you know, the 20-year-olds that love Osama bin Laden because they read a two-page letter, and their brains are so malleable that uh, whatever the last thing they read is uh, their new religion. Amazing stuff. And uh, uh, anti-Semitism surging in New York City. But let's not forget Islamophobia. Because there was that guy in Ohio that faked a hate crime, the self-described Palestinian Muslim who faked a hate crime against himself because a white guy. So that's a hate crime, isn't it? When you fake a hate crime and accuse a generic white guy. Remember that guy in Boston years ago that uh, claimed that a black guy murdered his wife on the bridge and he was the worst person in the world? Right? But when Juicy Smoulet says two white guys with MAGA hats attacked him and all this stuff, that's, that's no big deal. And now this Palestinian joker in uh, Ohio who ended up in the hospital because his brother apparently beat the hell out of him. A lot of violence, a lot of violence going on there. Well, he's been caught as another fakester. And that's not a news story either. Have you noticed that, Michael? Nobody's covering that story. Everybody covered it when it was a hate crime. All the news media covered it when it was a hate crime. This Palestinian guy attacked, hit by a car with a guy yelling curse words at him, a white guy. He's white. And it turns out it's all a lie. It's completely fabricated. He was beaten to a pulp by another Palestinian who happens to be his brother, another Muslim who happens to be his brother. That's when it stops being news. See, this is like journalism class, isn't it? I should teach a journalism class. See, and I could explain to them that when it turns out to be a lie, uh, then it stops being a news and you just stop talking about it. Eminence front. Washington, D.C. is run by Democrats. Looks like we're going to have more murders this year than we've had in any year for the last 20 years, and maybe more than that. I watched the local news last night on the number of murders, and when I woke up this morning, there were even more because Democrats can't stop shooting everybody and raising murderers. Just uh, just saying. Carjackings in D.C., the repeat juvenile offender, and they keep letting them out. There's another story today, but guy keeps going around shooting people, and they keep letting him back out on the street, and he keeps shooting people again because, you know, Democrats, they are really something. And because yesterday was Joe Biden's 81st birthday, the Atlantic did a hit piece on President Trump. Has anyone noticed that Trump is really old, is the headline? 
he would beat the hell out of Joe Biden and the clowns that wrote this article at The Atlantic, too. We are at 888-630-9625, another transgender swimmer stealing trophies from the women, and another Democrat going to prison for his gay child porn also not being widely... And you know what the news reports leave out? We didn't even talk about it. They leave out a couple of important details, but I'll include those details. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, you're a Democrat party. I got that. Honestly, I... I didn't see all this coming, but today we've got another transgender swimmer who's a man going home with the women's trophy, breaking the college record because he's a man swimming as a woman, again, swimming as a uh, woman, swimming as a man, rather, for the last three years in college, and then decided, I'm a lady. I've got a womb. No, you don't. I'm a lady swimmer. I can break the school record. And the Democrats welcome this because of the mental illness that they're suffering from. Uh, That's been happening for a while. But then they became pro-Jihad and pro-Hamas and genocidal anti-Semites chanting from the river to the sea. I know they've been looting our country and burning places and attacking the police for years now. Mob, violent street action. They call it direct action. They've got a name for it. They call it direct action. That's pretty amazing, uh, pretty amazing stuff. And uh, now the story yesterday was the fake story, a big lie, that there's been an epidemic of anti-transgender violence in the United States, uh, which is not true. You're more likely to be struck and killed by lightning in the United States But never mind that. I have the numbers coming up. And wait till you hear what TSA is up to. A Democrat um, who was the mayor of College Park, Maryland, which is where we keep the University of Maryland, hence the name College Park, see? Uh, And he was the mayor until he was arrested by the FBI after someone reported a child sex abuse monitoring group reported Patrick Wohan, W-O-J-A-H-N, for trafficking in gay child porn involving torture and abuse. And he's a Democrat, Patrick Wohan, the mayor Uh, Yesterday, he was sentenced to 30 years in prison for child sexual abuse material, which he was in possession of and he was trafficking in. And I read story after story when I saw the 
the initial report, I got a heads up from a friend of mine. Hey, they just sentenced this guy. And I said, oh, and, and uh, my friend sent me a link to a story. And I said, boy, did you notice anything in this story? They, uh, they left out a couple of important details. Here's the, uh, what is this, CBS News Baltimore. Former Maryland Mayor Patrick Wohan sentenced to 30 years in prison for child sexual abuse material. Uh, and I'm going to get, I, I said TSA earlier, I was mistaken. It's the air marshals that uh, now need to be disbanded because the Democrats are abusing them like nobody's business. But let me get back to this. The former Maryland mayor was sentenced to 30 years in prison for possessing and distribution of child sexual abuse material. Okay, Patrick Wohan was the mayor of College Park, home to the state's flagship University of Maryland campus. Until March, when he was arrested, Wohan pled guilty to more than 100 counts connected to the possession and distribution of child sexual abuse material. Prince George's County officials said an investigation was launched in February after the National Center Center for Missing and Exploited Children notified them uh, of a social media account that had been distributing child pornography. Now, they're leaving out a lot of stuff here. Detectives traced the account to Wuhan, authorities said, He pleaded guilty in August to more than 100 counts. Don't give a specific number, uh, but it's a lot more than 100 counts. To the possession and distribution of child sexual abuse material, Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy's office said uh, a plea deal call for Wuhan to serve 30 years in prison could have gotten a lot more, but they gave him what was a generous plea deal. I think it was originally 120 120 or 150 years. And they said, oh, you know, it's just, now here's the thing. Here's what we're leaving out. And now I'm going to finish the story from this uh, thing here. Wohan was serving a second term as mayor of College Park after winning an election in 2015. He previously served eight years as a city councilman, leaving anything out here. Originally from Wisconsin, they had to kick him out. Wohan graduated from Georgetown University Law Center, you know, law school, and has worked in legal advocacy and government relations. Now, a couple of minor details here. A couple of minor details. This story, and I'm, I have uh, more in front of me as well, from WUSA Channel 9. That's the CBS station here. Former College Park mayor sentenced to 150 years with all but 30 suspended in child porn case. Patrick Wuhan, 47, pleaded guilty to more than 100 child pornography cases. Now, 150 years, right? And I read through the story and I read through the story. There are a couple of things they left out, just a couple. This is a story about journalism again, right? Now, it's a story about Democrats and gay child porn in grammar school and in kindergarten and gender queer and graphic depiction of man on boy and boy on man uh, and uh, you know, that these books they put in grammar schools like Gender Queer with the graphic depictions. If those were photographs instead of artist rendering, you would go to prison for 150 years for putting those pictures in a grammar school library. But when you draw them instead of having photographs, then you get awards from the Democratic Party for it. 
because I think they've got a thing with gay child molestation. I've seen a pattern emerge here. But let me get back to this for a second. The, uh, he pled guilty uh, uh, 60 counts of distribution of child pornography, 40 counts of possession of child pornography, 40 counts of possession of child pornography with the intent to distribute. So now that's 140 counts that he pled guilty to, but the news media keeps saying 100, and it's 140. And he was really sentenced to 150 years, but because of a sweetheart deal with the Democrats, he's sentenced only to 30 years instead of 150 years. A couple of details that were left out of News report after news report after news report. His political party, his political affiliation, all right? He is a Democrat. He was a Democrat for eight years as a member of city council. He was a Democrat when he was elected mayor of College Park. He was a Democrat when he ran for re-election and was re-elected as mayor of College Park for a second term. He's a Democrat, and there's not a story I can find that says that he's a Democrat. They don't say... Uh, Wuhan, comma, a Democrat, comma. They don't say Wuhan with a D in parentheses after his name. He is not identified as a Democrat because our news media is not a legitimate news media. These fake reporters writing these fake stories are filthy, corrupt, dishonest people, and you should keep them away from the children too. Story after story leaves out, you know, I have an old saying uh, because it's true, The most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore. I've been saying that for 20 years. And here we go again. So this Democrat mayor of College Park, Maryland, a college town where lots of young people can be found, is going to prison for 30 years, really sentenced to 150, but they shaved 120 years off of his sentence because he's a Democrat. And then the news media leaves out that he's a Democrat. You You know what else they left out? That's all gay child porn, that it's man-on-boy abuse, and they, they minimize their description of the, of the violence, torture, and abuse uh, sexual of little boys by men because he's a Democrat, so they left that out. All right? Here's another thing they left out. They left out that there are all kinds of pictures of him that they could have used in these news reports at Joe Biden's White House at Joe Biden's White House with um, with a man who is, uh, you know, his uh, friend or partner or whatever, on the south lawn of the White House. Why was he at the White House, you might ask? Because of his close personal relationship with our transportation secretary, coincidence, Pete Boot Edge Edge. <clears throat> this creepy Democrat, gay, man-on-boy, child sex abuser, Democrat, did I mention that he's a Democrat, is a close personal friend and has been for a long, long time of Pete Boot Edge Edge and has been invited to the Biden White House repeatedly. And there are plenty of pictures to establish that. And our news media left all of that out of pretty much all of the reporting because they're not journalists, they're Democrats. They're not in the news business. They're in the protect the Democrat business. Hide the ball, so to speak. And uh, this is just a classic demonstration of everything that is corrupt about our news media. They, you, you wouldn't know that it was man on boy, gay, child porn, little boys being sexually abused or tortured. You would never know because you're never told that he's a Democrat and elected repeatedly as a Democrat 
uh, for years as a city councilman, twice as mayor. You wouldn't know that his close personal friend is Pete. Imagine if this were a close personal friend of the Trump White House who had been invited repeatedly to the Trump White House, who posted pictures of himself at the Trump White House, who was a friend of a Trump cabinet secretary who uh, was involved in all of this really, really seamy stuff. Uh, That would be the headline all the way around. Republican Trump cabinet member, gay child torture porn. You know, that uh, that would be the headline. But when you're a Democrat, again and again, former College Park mayor, Oh, well, what party is he? Sentenced to 150 years with all but 30 suspended in child porn case. Was it gay child porn like you guys are pushing at grade schools across the country with books like Gender Queer and other books? I think maybe. But never mind that. Just leave all that out. Now, you think that's insidious. <laughs> if you think that's insidious, stand by for more because the madness continues. Now... Let us go to our uh, our good friend. I was watching the television this morning uh, for you, you know, and it was uh, it was early this morning when a, a woman who represents it was in the five a.m. hour on the Fox News Channel, and a woman named Sonia Labasco was on. Sonia Labasco is the director of the Air Marshals National Council. The Air Marshals National Council. You know, the Air Marshals that we created after September eleventh, two thousand one to ride on commercial airliners in case troglodytes from hell with box cutters want to start slashing throats and crashing planes into buildings to murder thousands of people and start wars. You see, we created the air marshals, and they're men and women of the air marshal service who carry firearms, and they act like they're regular passengers. It's a secret, and they might be sitting next to you until a radical Islamic jihadi starts trying to murder everybody. And then the air marshal will stand up and, you know, pump 14 rounds into the jihadi and turn them into Swiss cheese and kill them and drop them on the floor. And then everybody can order another cocktail. Right. But um, but I learned something this morning because they invited this nice woman on. who seemed to be a very straightforward uh, person, an intelligent woman, Sonia Labasco, uh, director of the Air Marshals National Council. And uh, she was there to talk about the travel for Thanksgiving, which is supposed to be record travel, record numbers of Americans traveling by air uh, this week because of Thanksgiving and visiting family and all that stuff. Now, this just flabbergasted me. Maybe I should explain a little bit before we hear her. Turns out that lots and lots of air marshals will not be on airplanes protecting you this Thanksgiving season because air marshals are busy following people that came to Washington, D.C. on January 6th or thereabouts of 2021. Because January 6th, that's Pearl Harbor, it's September 11th, Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed. And the air marshals under the Biden administration, the corrupt Department of Homeland Security, our corrupt cabinet secretaries, air marshals are tracking and following. You don't, it, it, she, she explains, it doesn't matter whether you were actually at the Capitol or at the Trump rally on January 6, 2021. The air marshals are following you if you flew in or out of Washington, D.C. in that time frame years ago now. And the air marshals are spending their time following you. Here is Sonia Labasco, the director of the Air Marshals National Council, in the 5 a.m. hour this morning on the Fox News Channel. 
primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the national capital region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally, and you've been put on a specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out. I'm sorry, what? Uh, the Department of Homeland Security and the TSA uh, controlling the Air Marshals Transportation Safety Administration, um, a specific unit has been stood up to follow. Now we're almost three years later, and Air Marshals are following people that flew in and out of the National Capital Region, Washington, D.C., Dulles Airport, Baltimore, Washington International Airport, and, of course, Reagan National Airport. Doesn't matter whether you're at the Trump rally. Doesn't matter whether you're at the Capitol. They created a special unit, which has been a secret until now. I follow the news very closely. I know a lot of people in a lot of places. Quiet skies, January 2021, if you flew in or out of Washington, D.C., you've been put on a list a list, Sieg Heil. Our government is so completely out of control. Mother of Pearl, Quiet Skies is the name of the, the unit that they stood up to track for years. People that may have flown in or out of Washington, D.C. in the general time frame of January 6, 2021, Again, coming up on three years ago, and this wonderful woman, Sonia Labasco, director of Air Marshal's National Council, was explaining that they have a lot of agents that are not free to be flying on commercial passenger airliners because they're part of quiet skies, wink, wink. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, what was it? Um, the Gimme Shelter? What was the name of their... Uh, <laughs> They're uh, Rolling Stones uh, for because they, crossfire yeah, Crossfire Hurricane because they because President Trump was using a Rolling Stones song in his campaign rallies. So they tongue in cheek like the Soviet communists that they are at the FBI. They launched this political investigation and now listen to the filth that our Department of Homeland Security, which should be abolished, never should have been created in the first place. It has a Soviet sound to it, doesn't it? Department of Homeland Security. And here's uh, Sonia Labasco. So wait a minute. You're you're using under this program, everything's Sig Heil, a program, quiet skies, tracking, following, flying on planes, following on foot, following them around because, and here's uh, Sonia Labasco. They didn't even have to be at the Capitol, Carly. They could have just flown into the National Capitol region. So if anybody was there for uh, a job interview, to visit family, we even had a gentleman that was there for a funeral. They put it, put on this domestic terrorist list just because of their geographic location to Washington, D.C. So these people did not even commit a crime. They weren't even at the Capitol. Wow. Sig Heil... Our government is out of control. The Department of Homeland Security is out of control. The Biden administration is out of control. The left is here. These are not liberals. 
This is the left. Meine Schatzi. Adolf Hitler und his Socialist Workers Party would be thrilled with what's happening to the Democrat Party in the United States of America. It's already happened. Now, uh, Sonia Labosco was asked, do these people on this list know that they're being followed by the Department of Homeland Security because they may have flown in and or out of Washington, D.C., uh, maybe for a funeral? Some of them do, because when they go to the airport, they get the quadruses on their boarding pass, and then they have to go through enhanced security. Then they're followed by teams of air marshals on, on any leg of flight that they have. So, yes, a lot of them do know that they're being followed, yet they haven't been vetted, and they have not committed a crime. And three years later, we're still doing the same duty, and we followed the same people over and over for three years who are no threat to this country. Sig Heil. Sig Heil. You know, I've uh, talked about this many times before. I'm constantly pulled over by uh, TSA. I've got TSA pre. I've got global entry. I've got, you know, all this stuff. And I'm constantly pulled over for additional scrutiny. And where were we? Uh, Oh, in uh, Portugal last year, I was pulled over. Empty all my pockets. Take my shoes. This I'm at the gate. I was at the gate. And I got the shakedown again. I wonder if these Hitler worshippers have put me on their list. I didn't fly in or out around that time, but I do live here. That is profoundly disturbing. And I want to thank Sonia Labosco, the director of the Air Marshals National Council, for revealing that this morning in the 5 a.m. hour on the Fox News Channel. This should lead to big things. This is un-American. Homeland, homeland, uberales, as my friend Danny likes to say. That's right, it's homeland, homeland. This is uh, Sonia Labosco. Uh, blew the lid off this thing today. I don't think anybody's going to listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.